I'll just address really quick. Um, we're going to talk about the rest of 2016, but we're missing La La Land, we're missing Hacksaw Ridge, and we're missing Manchester, uh, Manchester by, the by the Sea. Silence. Uh, si- Silence came out in, in January. Was it, was it January? Yeah, yeah it which, was January. Which, honestly, we would have seen by now if we were able to. Yeah. As well as Ben Affleck's movie, which we can't fucking nail down the title Live by mid- Live by Midnight, Live, <laughs> live at Night. Can't remember the name of it, but it's a Ben Affleck movie, and we both love yes. Ben Affleck movies. But the other two big ones yes. that we have seen are Arrival and Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals. Animals. My fucking favorite, dude. Let's just start with Nocturnal Animals okay. because, yes, that movie <laughs> worked for me. Oh, dude. I was talking to one of my friends and like if you watch it the beginning is the right movie yes like, yeah like, like it's gonna throw you off cause it's so out of place and so fucking weird compared to what you've seen the movie's gonna be about sit through the beginning it's it makes it makes sense basically you see the beginning Intro. You see the intro and you see the beginning of the movie and you go, oh God. Yeah. I know what kind of movie this is going to be. Yeah. But it's basically setting a tone for its second narrative within the main narrative. And like, and like I was telling you, I feel like everything about that part that was ridiculous and was just laughable was done on purpose was, because yes. it was that was the joke. Yeah. And it was... And it was and, it was directed by uh, Tom Ford, yes. which uh, a fashion designer. He's a fashion designer, and I feel like he was almost poking fun at himself, like and, he, and his culture. Where yeah, he, yeah. His, you, his, you know what kind of movie this is going to be? Yeah, it's this. It's, it's artsy and it's dumb, and it's, it's absolutely not that. And then it's used as a great juxtaposition. Uh, Dude, it's metaphor. I'll, I'll run down the story real quick without giving anything away. It's uh, Amy Adams plays a fashion design, uh, plays an art Artist. curator, a curator of yeah, a museum for a museum, which has a modern art exhibit, which makes this weird ass intro make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, you're like, okay, because it comes out of nowhere. It's just so weird because it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, well, wait a minute, is this the right movie I'm watching? This was supposed to be this weird film noir bit. What the hell is going on? Did, yeah, did my cable box fuck with me <laughs> and send me this weird, this weird uh, fetish porno? Yeah, or? this weird fetish porn. Okay, all right. I'll no, no, that's nope. Nope, that's no, that's the beginning of the movie. Yeah, okay. no, all those titles make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal. It basically shows this fucking this shallow, um, this shallow fucking fake pretentious pretentious fake ass world yeah that our main characters that you're introduced to live in yeah and then and then you start learning more about kind of a sad story very sad amy adams character and what life she lives and she receives a package from jake gyllenhaal's character jake gyllenhaal's character which you learn more about later on the real jake the real jake gyllenhaal not the jake gyllenhaal that you get for most of the movie yes the real jake gyllenhaal and her life she receives a book because her ex-husband jake gyllenhaal is a writer and you get a book dedicated to her yeah mail 
and then the whole movie is her reading that book. Is reading the book, and you get that narrative. Yeah, you're getting the narrative from the book, and but that's then where you Jake also is. learn of their real relationship. Yes, in this, and you you realize that she wasn't always this person. No, and this story is sad. Oh God, it's violent. Yes, it's fucking crazy. It is nuts, dude. It's fucking crackers, dude. It was... But it kept me... Like, right... Like, I bought into everything that goes on. And, uh... It had some seriously shocking scenes in it as well. Very shocking scenes. And beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cinematography, dude. Yes. Um... And, and it's there funny. Is it's almost one... like it's almost like in the, in the... In the real world narrative that's going on. Yeah. Uh... It's almost like... Tom Ford was like, I know what you're expecting. Yeah. And he's almost like doing it up to an extreme mm-hmm. of this fake, pretentious, artsy, dumb indie movie. He's poking fun at himself, dude. I swear to God, he's just poking yeah. fun. Yeah, and then you get this more grounded, gritty, weird story. It's yeah. like It feels like it was a completely different movie. Uh, fucking total props to, uh, fuck, what's his name? Quicksilver. In the Avengers movie. Um, Godzilla. I forget his name. Kick ass. I forget his name. I can't think of his name, but like, man, some chops on that kid. And also, these two movies back to back that we're talking about, we're also having an award show coming. Oh, yeah. The Guppies. (laughs) And there is going to be a fucking... uh, Most useless character category. There's going to be a category that is going to work where it's like the most... Uh, the category is going to be uh, the most like pretty character yeah. portraying an ugly person. An ugly person. Oh man, that's a great one. Where it's going to be him. He is definitely nominated and fucking uh, Denzel Washington's nominated. Because Denzel has a fucking a scene in Fences where you're just like, Ugh. oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like there are two people who are known like like what's his name's not really a sex icon, but like Denzel is. Yeah, but he's known as a pretty boy. Yeah, and they just they play it off like they're just pieces of shit. Yeah, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's yeah, that's that's good. I hadn't thought about that one yet. Yeah. That's a good one. But um, uh, yeah, dude, no, for real, chops on that kid, dude. Fucking serious. He was fucking great. Uh, that's that's the thing too. Everybody in this movie is great. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, who I'm kind of lukewarm on, depending on the film, uh, it's fucking fantastic in this dude. So it, good. It rivals. You didn't see it. You haven't seen. I haven't it yet, seen Nightcrawler. But dude, it, it dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nightcrawler and this movie have sold me on Jake Gyllenhaal, dude. Fucking great character. And I mean, like, I love the movie. It's it's an older one, October Sky. Great fucking flick. Thought he was great in the movie, but he was a kid. This one in Nightcrawler. Fucking got me going on, on Jake Gyllenhaal. And I saw another one that he did. It's a small flick. I don't know if it was wide release or anything, but I, I saw it on one of the movie channels. It was called Prisoner, and he did it with uh, Prisoners, Prisoner, Prisoners, something like that. Um, it was him and Hugh Jackman, and Hugh Jackman's daughter gets kidnapped, and Paul Dano plays the suspect in the case. And uh, it's 
Hugh Jackman is extremely impressive in the movie, it, it, more so than Jake Gyllenhaal, but it was the one that got me intrigued in more in different roles for Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, but this one, dude, he was so great in the movie. And uh, the standout character for me, though, the standout actor, standout character for me in the in in uh, Nocturnal Animals, Michael Shannon, dude. Yeah. Um, another oh, yeah. movie, much like... Uh, and the, he was a completely fictionalized. Yeah, he is not real at all. Within the story, because you realize that... He's kind of the tool, and I would... Don't want to... Never mind. Never mind. Let's just say spoilers. Yeah. Because we'll you honestly spoilers. cannot discuss this movie. I feel like Michael Shannon's character represents Jake Gyllenhaal, the author. Yes. Uh, Edward. Yeah. Is that his real name? Mm-hmm. Edward Schilling? Edward. Sheffield? Edward. Sheffield. Yeah. Edward Sheffield's uh, conscience or his anger. Yeah. Um, he was totally unreal. He he was not he's he's not based on anybody in the story. He is the cop in in yeah. the storyline, and he, who's helping him? In, who's helping Jake Gyllenhaal's fictional character? Yeah, in, Just in the story, in his pushing him, pushing, pushing him, and pushing him, pushing, pushing, him, pushing the pushing boundaries him. of what is acceptable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Oh and, yeah, um, he's pushing him to to do what basically needs to do be him. a piece of shit. Yeah, but basically. And and really, the the metaphor there is writing the book is yeah. him being a piece of shit. Yeah, but um, you like I said, like like I said at the beginning, it, it's 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 dedicated to her, and she's reading through this, and you're wondering how any of this connects. Then you re- learn about their real life relationship, and then mm-hmm. you're watching this violent, crazy, fictional story take place, but. Things start to sync up. Yeah, there's and metaphors, sh- there's similes. I you guess, start and putting it together that uh, this is that mere- he thinks she's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's letting her know that she fucked up, and he's not cool. Yeah, um, and this in this fictional character, in this fictional and, character. And Michael Shannon is yeah. pushing him. Yeah. to not be weak. Yeah, and to. Strike back. Take that, know. take that, yeah, take that blow. Um, man, it's it's another one of those performances, and like I loved I love, it. I wasn't sure how you felt about it after afterwards, because dude, because I, I was, was processing like, it, dude. I, I was, was still, like, holy. Well, you fuck. process you process different than me. Yeah, you like to talk. I I fucking I get quiet. Um, Michael Shannon is one of those actors that I absolutely love, but so often he becomes the guy that's shouting. Mm-hmm. And is because he can go crazy like that, and he's really good at doing that. But it's like I like his more subtle performances. Like I really enjoyed him. He was one of the only things I liked about Midnight Special. Midnight Special, yeah. Um, I the loved, writing was the problem. Midnight the Special. thing that's funny is, uh, like, it's, it, once again, another movie that you haven't that you refuse to watch, which pisses me off. Mud. Refuse. <laughs> You're such a dingus. It's such a great fucking movie. Um, he's. A comedic character in Mud. He's hysterical. He plays Neckbone's fucking uncle that's raising Neck. And like he it's it's just it's a totally out of character move, role for him in in, in uh that, that you normally see. Uh much like in um Well I was gonna say he played a comedic role in he was, uh the night oh, fuck. Night before Christmas? Oh fuck. 
I was going to say the night before, and then I'm just like, wait, was that what it was called? I can't remember what the it was. The night before. The night before. It was the night before. The night before. With uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt yes, and Seth Rogen. It's a great Robin. Christmas movie. Um, great Christmas comedy. And McKinsey. Yeah. Whoever the fuck. What's the, whatever the fuck. McKinsey Phillips? Whatever the fuck. Fucking. Why can't I? The Falcon. Yeah. The Falcon. <laughs> God, that's awful. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. That's his. That's the, I know. I know. The Falcon. Um. No, but like, he was almost that same character in this movie. So I guess it's not out of character, but like, he's very subdued. But he had done. And he's not shouting and he's not, you know, over the top and ridiculous. No, but for being as fucking violent as he is in the movie, it's just, it's so, he's so great in that movie. And it's. The movie is very, very dark and very, very dramatic. Well, and then he comes in and he's almost like, for being the violent fucking freak that he is, he's the lighter point of the movie. No, 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 for sure. And and there's something to be said like what he represents and the metaphor that is that narrative. Um, there's something to be said about when he first shows up. You're you're fucking not sure about this guy. Oh yeah, well and because he seems like he's he's and that's portraying yeah. the whole like that's portraying the whole Back Ed, Edwards whole like maybe I am the bad guy maybe blah blah, blah. and like as time maybe goes, I fucked up. as time yeah, goes yeah. on he's fucking realizing things and he's pushing him to be like no this is how it is and yeah, like yeah. he's the split in his conscience yeah fucking. Uh, he is both of those characters yeah. in the real narrative. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, he's so great, dude. What a fucking This movie, movie fucking blew me away. Dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm right. Dude, that's why I was so quiet. Well, I was just like We got done watching it and like I was I was like expressing how much I liked about this and this and this and this, but like overall I could like you were focusing more on the story and the characters and this and that. And like as it's set, I'm like, I get it. A lot of these characters represent way more yeah. than than the, the the base of how the movie was constructed because I liked how the movie was constructed off the bat oh, but upon dude, further no, analysis no, dude, the, I'm just the like fact, the fact that it's just the whole movie is nothing but a metaphor is fucking fantastic dude. there is a story and, oh, it's, yeah. and it's lame it's a story with yeah it's dude, one yeah. lady reading a book and then realizing her life sucks yeah but the metaphor, <laughs> yeah. But the metaphor and the and the fucking fictional within the story fiction. Yeah. it's all fictional. But the yeah. fictional story within that story. The story in the story is so great, dude. It's you could almost make two entirely separate movies out of this oh, one no. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if Tom Ford had made that first movie, what I thought it was gonna be when yeah. it started, yeah. I was like, yep, yep. Yeah, some fashion designer made a fucking indie ass movie. Who's, you know, Jenna Malone is wearing bullshit and fucking it's Neon Demon. On. Yeah, Neon Demon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black it. Swan, Black Showgirls. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, yeah, I get it. But dude, that guy has some fucking chops to be like for sure, dude. Self realization with that shit. Yeah. Oh, self the self parody. Yeah, so great. and then just like, oh wait, also I can make this gritty, fucking violent, sad awesome movie that by itself is a great movie but the fact that it is a metaphor within this other bullshit 
thing that you thought was nothing. Yeah. No. And like we're given some stuff away, but we're not given no. the whole no, story no, no. away. We have here. not talked about just, what happens yeah. in that because what happens in that inner narrative, the metaphor book narrative yeah that is what is most important yes. and we're not even talking about what the flashbacks to while she's reading remembering yeah because what we thought it was gonna be was he wrote a story that pr- basically was a fictionalization of something that really happened some some event that actually happened. and she yeah. fucked him and thought he was done for yeah. and like no no well, see, that's funny because that's not even what I thought was going on. Because the trailers are very misleading. Yes. Um, I thought it was all the book. I thought the book was the story and that she had set up some kind of elaborate ruse. And then it was all his quest to try to find her. And then he finds out. You know, you you fucking living high on a hog. You fucked me over. Yeah, like that's what I thought there was, was going two, on. Yeah, there, those were the two, two kind of things I thought was going on. Oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be like this slow, either, like, either like it was, Count of Monte Cristo type yeah, of tale, and, and it and wasn't. Basically, basically, if you've seen the trailers, you don't fucking know shit. Yeah, exactly. Don't rely on the trailers, dude. Because like apparently, it sent two different messages to both me and. Him. But no, those were two. Very similar but yeah. different things, and and, yeah. and I agree that it was either, it was either he found out or it was she was sent that book, and then was reading about something she had done and realized that he hadn't forgot. Yeah, and I was like, oh damn, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of cool. No, it's, but I'm like, nope, it was way way more clever than that, it, dude. So, while then, being while being so simple, and, yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say like no spoilers here. The ending is so satisfying. Yeah, so satisfying. The <laughs> the big uh, there's a revenge moment, and guess what? It is so <laughs> simplistic. Yeah, and no, but he gets his. He gets you know? his. And it's big, yeah. While being nothing, yeah, yeah. It it really it really kind of it really kind of mirrors it really kind of mirrors with Arrival, where the the, yeah. the the climax is so subdued and so whatever. Yeah. But this movie was a thousand times better, much better story. Yeah, much better story. Less predictable, also because the thing yes. with Arrival, and I guess we'll move into Arrival. Yeah, we're going this. straight into Arrival. Uh, like, because because honestly, I don't want to spoil Nocturnals. You want recommend it to everybody? Uh, dude, yeah. I, I I don't I don't think we need to. Yeah. Um, fucking. If you like Hitchcock, if you like classic film noir, check out fucking Nocturnal Animals, man. Like. It gets, and that's the thing too. The score for that movie is so very uh, the Third Man, uh, the Big Sleep. It's fucking it. Oh God, dude! I fucking love that movie so much. Uh, no, dude. Like I was, I was telling one of, my, I was telling my friend, the best movies that I've seen from 2016: Nice Guys, Hell or High Water, Hell or High Water, Nocturnal Animals. Yes, I agree. 
I agree. I would throw in Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, but yeah. God. I fucking <laughs> always forget Hunt for Wilder. Was that a 2016? Yes. And we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, my God. I love it. It was Hunt. I forget what the, the title of the, the episode was, but it was Hunt for the Something People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what a great fucking... Okay, anyway. But, yeah, but I guess we'll move right into Arrival. Also another Amy Adams Oh, uh, yeah, film. another Amy Adams' as main character. Um, Who, like, I feel like is starting to come into Yeah, and home. she played... No, and she played two completely different Very characters. Very different characters. Um, I really enjoyed her character in Arrival. Yeah. I... I wish Let's she was. I wish she wasn't. It. Yeah, and spoilers, I guess. Fuck it. Uh, it's it's been long <laughs> enough. You know what I mean. The, we watch these while they're all out on DVD, so it's like or on I guess uh, H uh, uh, digital, digital release. release. Yeah. So it's like whatever. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll put it in the description. I guess. Um. The only one that's not out was was Fences and and we saw that in theater. Yeah, yeah. and and sorry if we spoiled anything, but yeah, the rest of these. When it comes to Arrival, um, I had hoped for a different movie. I had as well. Um, when it started, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I kind of see what they're going for, yeah. and then it went into a different movie. Yeah. And, I, was and like, I enjoyed that. And movie. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. This that is was really the cool. movie that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially with all the praise it had going with it. Yeah. Because I feel like if it was if it well, was all what it ended up being, I yeah. feel like everybody would be like, more of the same. Well, I feel But like, everybody had praised it like with something new. I feel well it's it, hear me out on this. Um I feel like because the sci-fi's that and we've gotten this, I saw it twice. Josh watched it with me the first time. I fell asleep. He watched the whole thing. Yeah. Then I watched it a second time. Realized I actually hadn't slept through much. You didn't sleep through anything. Yeah. No. It's funny. You told me about it. And I was like, yeah. 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 No. You didn't miss shit. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no. Um, I will say because recently our sci-fis have been Rogue One, Force Awakens, Jupiter Ascending. Uh, and I'm talking just recent years. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Josh. Interstellar. Okay, thank you. I was going to say Interstellar. Yeah. No, and, and Interstellar's... I love Interstellar, <laughs> but it is nowhere near as intelligent as it wishes it was. And I feel like Arrival was kind of a callback to those more intelligent movies without being that... What it's You're not getting Blade Runner. You know, no. you know, you're not getting. I don't even know if we're gonna get Blade Runner with Blade Runner. I don't think we're gonna get Blade Runner. I hope so. I want to. I like him too much, Josh. Dude, it's, it's Ryan Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling, man. It's Harrison Ford. Come on, it's. I have more faith in that than I than Alien Covenant. Than Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, Alien Covenant just looks like Alien Covenant. It looks like he's apologizing. Alien Covenant. I'm gonna watch. Yeah. Knowing that I'll probably be disappointed. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner, I'm going to watch and hope that it will be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, uh, 
And I feel like it was a callback to those more intelligent movies like like Blade Runner and and, and it's God I fucking hated it but Contact Contact and, and I will say this is probably it's better than Contact it's better than Contact but it's probably mo- most similar to Contact very similar to Contact if we're gonna if we're gonna compare it to anything Contact yeah uh, because it, it is because it, ba- like... it is about first Contact oh yeah yeah well and like aliens not being what we thought they were. And all that, but um, uh, and there seems to be a growing community that's like contact was good, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I fucking hated contact. Yeah, and and I didn't like contact very much either. But it's also kind of like it was um, how is his name escaping me? Back to the Future, Force Gump, uh, Zimix. Yeah, uh, Zemeckis. Zemeckis. It was a Zemeckis movie, so it's like eh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was done all right. Yeah, well, dude, uh, it's... <laughs> was it? It was a Zemeckis movie. I think it was. I was going to say, was it? But I'm like, it was. Yeah. No, well, I mean, like... It was better than Beowulf. Yeah. <laughs> Beowulf. That, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't It wasn't a disaster of a movie. Yeah. But, but, it, was, but it was underwhelming. And, yeah. and, and this movie was... It, it was satisfying while being kind of like... The parts of it that I really enjoyed... I felt like people had played up was going to be the whole movie. Yes. And then the beginning worried me. Well, uh... And then I was like, oh, well, maybe that was nothing. And then I was like, what an interesting-ass movie. Oh, this has gone off the rails. Oh, (laughs) this reminds me of the beginning. Oh, it's over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh. Um, the... Spoilers. The... I guess I'll just keep saying it. The um, <laughs> the advertising for the movie, if you're wondering what the aliens looked like, what you saw the aliens looked like was actually the writing of the aliens. Yes. They intentionally did that. The alien design is a little bit cooler. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, cthulhu Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I don't mind some Lovecraft aliens. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, and then you actually find out later on that they're actually there's more to them as yeah. well, which was, was cool. cool. It was really yeah, cool. and it was and it was really sad once I got fully into that part. Yeah, fucking Abbott was dead. Yeah, Aww. Costello was just like fucking super spoiler. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh bummer. Um, no, watching them trying to decipher. The alien language no, was it, really interesting. And then talking to the other nations and what yeah. they were doing. Oh, dude. All this of that global was great effort is to fantastic. communicate with these aliens. Because that's what the whole movie is pretty much just uh, about communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even the resolution, while being more <laughs> metaphysical. brainy and in depth, metaphysical, did come down yeah. to communication in the end. Yes, but it was just like, oh, the communication meant more than we had first thought, and yeah. it's brainy bullshit sci-fi. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and, but like, and that's that was my problem with it was it's an intelligent concept. But they telegraph it so obviously mm-hmm. right off the bat. They should have. They should have. Like I said, the beginning of the movie shouldn't have been there. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, she should have discovered it throughout. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I felt like it was well, unnecessary. And there's a character. I felt like it was. I felt like it was fucking confusing to the point where I'm like, is she the only one who is mm. important? 
Or is no. this a gift to mankind? Yeah. Which they is say, everybody we need having... your fucking help later on. So this is our gift. You know this. Now fix everything. Now and she fix knows. it. Yeah. And I'm like, so once she fixed it, now do we all cooperate? And now we can all learn this language and do this and progress? Or was this to bring the, the whole world together? Yeah. And you're the only one who understands this? Or what the fuck? Yeah. No, I'm with you on that, dude, because I was just like, so all mankind has this. Because there's a scene where she says something to a character, and he doesn't react to thinking it's weird or anything like that. He just keeps talking. Oh, and he says, oh, I feel, I feel like you need to know this. Yeah. As if they were so, it's so non-linear to this point. Yeah. To where they're now enlightened, and they can go back and help people who were enlightened beforehand. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. this is cool if I weren't so pissed off that <laughs> the premise of, that just, this was of just trying yeah. to communicate with aliens wasn't premise enough for a movie. Yeah. I'm like... <sighs> well, because there's a part in the movie where somebody's reading something. We'll go full spoilers on this. Oh, you want to do full spoilers? Everybody's seen this movie. Are you sure? Yes. Because I know people that haven't. We'll go full spoilers. There's a part in the movie where a character... Alright, fine. There's a part in the movie, at the very beginning, where a character is reading a book, and he's quoting from the book, and then at the end of the movie, it's revealed that she wrote a book about the alien language. So, I'm like, is he reading that book? And he's enlightened already? Like, has well, it already happened? Well, and he was mad. And that's the thing. He, uh, Jeremy Renner was mad yes. that they decided to go this this path in their life when she knew the outcome. Yeah. Because it was so sad. Yeah. Oh, dude, super and, sad. And, and the whole resolution was, I wouldn't give this up for anything. And spoilers this whole, without this being is, spoilers. Yeah, it's this whole personal story. And I'm like... I get it. That's nice. Yeah. But I'm more interested in what the fuck this has to do with them being here. Yes. And how that affects the human race and how that's going to that lead. That affects them. How that's going to lead to you helping them, which is why they came here. Which is why they're this is, helping has you. A t- yeah. Basically, there's a time travel aspect to this, which is always fucking infuriating. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, dude. It's, uh, Brandon asked us the other day. What our favorite time travel movies were. And we got irritated explaining that. All three of us got irritated explaining that. He had a very specific question. And oh, oh. he asked which time travel rules made more sense. Looper and, or Back to the or Future? Or Back to the Future. And yeah. I said, well, Looper is it's just, just Terminator. Terminator rules. Yeah. At which point is obnoxious. And they even fucking acknowledge, acknowledge that. that in Looper. Yeah. That it's dumb. When it comes to Back to the Future, they're in alternate timelines and they talk about paradoxes and going back and forth and having unlimited tries at shit, which they never acknowledge. No. The fact that, oh man, I didn't get the almanac. We'll just go back again and try again. Yeah. Which is a perfectly fucking reasonable approach to that. Yeah. Within their rule set. Within their rule set. Whereas like going back and you have one shot at this and you you live there for the rest of time. Only go back. Or like fucking Jeff Daniels fucking lived in the past now. Yeah. He came back He had knowledge from the future. But guess what? And that's what didn't make sense too. 
they sent somebody back, but body trail, was, but who was all yeah, but who was already crippled, even though when he came <laughs> back, he was not crippled. Yeah, but they took the younger version and crippled it. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, and then there's the whole like subtle tie-in where is that guy Jeff Daniels? Mm. <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah, the fuck up. Is the fuck up Jeff Daniels? That was my personal theory. Yeah. And then I realized that other people had that theory, but yeah. it was never, ever yeah. Yeah. set in snow. If you've never seen Looper, watch fucking Looper. Great fucking Duh. flick. Yeah, if you're looking forward to The Last Jedi, you might as well go and watch fucking Looper. Yeah. Because that's the guy who's directing the thing. Yeah. And writing the thing. And writing the fucking next one. Yes. So if you so, haven't seen Looper, if you've, you If you want to know what he's doing, if you want to know the quality of a man that's making your Star Wars movie, watch, watch Looper. Looper. You're going to enjoy it. Watch and Looper. it'll make you Watch excited. Looper and watch Brick, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely watch fucking Brick. Oh my God, watch Brick. Great fucking movie. Also, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, God. Anyway, back to Arrival. Basically, back to Arrival. Either you're really going to like it, or you're only going to like parts. Yeah. But overall, great movie. Um, uh, well, not, but, not for me. You know what my biggest hang-up was? There's a character in the movie, and... We're on spoilers. We're, I, I'm not doing spoiler for this, dude, because it's... I've, I've already spoiled the whole thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've spoiled it without spoiling it? I, no, so I've confusing. spoiled the whole thing. I don't think you have. I really don't think you have. Because um, there's like a lot of shit that goes on in that fucking movie. But not really. Um, no. Um, Jeremy Renner is supposed to be very important. And they do nothing with his character for the whole no. fucking movie. No, but that, but, but that was almost purposefully because he's the reveal of the fact that she's doing what she's doing. Yeah, And he okay. has no say. Okay. Like you're okay. like... They they, they they have a, they have a hint at it where she says something like, uh, "If you want science, talk to your dad." Yeah, and like they had set up that he's the science guy and she's the language girl. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like, he's apparently very important, but they do nothing with him for the whole fucking movie. He's important because he's watching this shit go on and he knows that something special's happening. Yeah, but like it No, you no, you're not wrong. Yeah, I know. It's 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 just that's where the movie got confusing for me. Was cuz I was just like, "Wait, no, that's that's the dad." Like I said, like there there's confusing bits that I'm always invested their personal story is very wrapped up, and I get it. I'm invested in, so what did they get out of this, and yeah. what was their overall goal? I was wrapped up. And I'm like, was this a her exclusive thing, or is this a mankind thing? Yeah. And I understand that what she uses her personal gifts to get mankind to come together, does that ever have a payoff? And I don't think we are supposed to know that. But I'm like, is that important? Yeah, it's basically my own okay. great. See, for me, it was the characters, and I was like, 
well, if he's so detrimental to this one part of the story, the, how come but, he comes and goes and but just, he says like a couple lines? That's the thing, though, is when it comes to the personal story, you're supposed to know that this is the beginning of a story that you've learned about throughout, throughout the, movie. the movie. And then okay. all of a sudden you're supposed to be like, I already know all about this character because now it's clicked. Yeah. All right. No, which makes it which makes it that's, lame. That's because... actually yeah. No, no, I get you, and that kind of wrecks it even more for me. But uh... because, like I said, we're we're talking about the overall emotional, deep, thinky bits of it. When really the best part is these people are the trying to communicate bit. with fucking aliens. Yeah, the analytical bit. Yeah, and yeah. Forrest Whitaker sucks. He's kind of a cock. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> but like, but I, how can we convince him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was. I was underwhelmed. I was promised the world, and I was given oh, all right. I was expecting like well, a bit of that, yeah, mixed with like, especially after like Independence Day two came out that year. Oh God, yeah. I was no, ex- yeah, yeah. Well, but that's what I'm talking about. Where you're getting these these dumb actiony sci-fi movies. I was like, we're gonna get more of a concise one. I'm like, oh no, this is more brainy, dumb. Yeah, and, well, and that was and the like, thing where it was like, and like within, and the, and the fact that I like Interstellar, I was like, we're not gonna go that route. We're gonna go, yeah. we're gonna go brainy in the fact of, I thought the braininess was gonna come from, let's take this from a realistic standpoint of how we approach first contact, which we did, but then it went on this whole fucking emotional <laughs> brainy. Fucking yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, I didn't want that from this movie. Well, my problem was... And it did was, it fine, but I didn't want that. But it's My thing was, was like, oh. Oh, so that's what's going on. Alright, now I have to sit here and wait for you to get to that bit. But think about... think For me, anyway. Think about how disappointing it is. Where it's like, you've got this big story. Yeah. This is big time shit. And really, it just comes down to... Oh, this affects her very personal story that's between two people. Yeah. When really it was 12 fucking alien crafts. That And that's why I want to know. Was this something... Was this just for her? Was this, or was it for Was her, her using that personal gift bringing the whole world together what's going to give them a new prosperity? Did they give her the gift and no one else? Or did they give everyone the Or gift? was her having it first because they had the best approach yeah. bringing them all together to lead the human race into this prosperity moment? Yeah. But no, we didn't focus on that. We focused on once she realized what was going on yeah. resolving her personal story. Yeah. And that's not what I want. Well, I, I'm just like, uh, I wanted, I wanted this first contact fucking <laughs> brainy, how do we communicate with alien story, which they gave us, and then immediately moved on from. Yeah. Um, it's based on a book called The Story of Your Life. So I imagine that the whole book is very personal and about the one character. But I'm with you. Where how does this affect the global? You didn't really address that so well. Um, yeah, dude. 
I I can't. Yeah. What happens I if they don't bring her in? Yeah. I can't not say that you shouldn't watch Arrival because I feel like you should. Oh. It's a good movie. No, definitely. But basically, if you were expecting a more down to earth, nerdy. Because I was sold on this as like, it's this nerdy language, how to communicate with aliens. And yeah, it's a mystery why they're there and it's actually cool when you figure it out. But the thing is, is I didn't know why they were there. I know what what it meant to her yeah. why they were there, but I don't know why they were there. Yeah, I got it. And if, if they had made that more clear, I would agree with everybody talking about, like, it's this more But instead, it felt like fucking Interstellar where he's a ghost talking to his daughter. And I'm just like, Spoilers. dumb. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh no, it's just another one. Yeah. So, eh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You be the judge. You be the judge. You be the judge. Yeah. And leave it us. down in the comments and leave a like or a dislike on this video. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Fucking A. <laughs> Click the thumbs up button. You can find us at Twitter. We do have a mild Twitter account. Sure. We gotta get better. We gotta get Is a it bigger... Mighty Fish Pod? I think. Yeah, it might be. We're also at YouTube, Mighty Fish. <laughs> We're terrible. Mighty Fish, Mighty, Mighty Fish Productions. <laughs> we're also uh, all over the place. Yeah, so we're, just deal we're with everywhere. It. Yeah, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Yes. YouTube's. The YouTube's Mighty YouTube's. Fish Productions. And you can find our uh, new weekly video game streams yes. on Twitch, which is going to be twitch.tv slash Mighty Fish Productions. Yes, I don't have that set in to... stone, but I'm going to go on good faith <laughs> that we'll have it. I haven't set that up at all, but we're going to do it. Yeah, uh, we were we were talking about that the other day. We're going to start doing maybe some video game content because Ryan and I both enjoy playing the video That's where games. we started anyway. That was Yeah, that was what we started at. We have more views on one of our <laughs> Double Dragon battle toads videos then all of our podcast views combined so <laughs> deal with it yeah uh we're gonna we're gonna start streaming if you enjoy the video games come check us out we're gonna try to be on steam steam twitch.tv slash mighty fist mighty fist mighty fist mighty fish i have been ryan and i am always josh and we will see you at another time yeah good job man.